Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, welcome to American Liberties, the Wednesday night. It's February 8th, 2017. And uh, Dave is not going to be on the show tonight because he's uh, he's unavailable, but I'm, you can be certain that he'll be here ne- next week. Excuse me. Just to bring you a little bit up to date uh, on everything that I can tell you is that... Um, I just searched the uh, to see if uh, the post office has has sent the uh, the complaint on to Donald uh, President Trump, and as of this yet, it still has the same notice on there. Business day, you know, it's closed on a business uh, business close. You know, will be delivered, so forth. Well. A few uh, days af- after that, when I first saw that, I called the post office and asked them about it. And they said, well, you know, we collect it. It goes to security. And when it comes back, it'll be delivered. And I said, how long does that take? And uh, and they gave me a, a batch, what batch number they're in and what batch number uh, the letter is in. And... Um, and I'm assuming at this point, I'm going to, it's my opinion that he's already received the letter by now. It's just that they may have not marked it off, you know? And so I'm going to try to confirm that tomorrow or the day after, um, because he should have gotten it by now. And, um, with that being said, uh, let's see if I can get some kind of, uh, certification other than that the um, right now as we speak there's a vote going on to confirm Jeff Sessions from senator to the attorney general and when that happens um, we may go ahead and um, I know I am I'm going to write a little cover letter along with a copy of the complaint to um Jeff Sessions and uh, or Donald Trump and uh, and send it to him as the DOJ and let him know that I'm in the 11th Circuit Appeals Court because of the corruption, how the government refuses to answer the question. For those who came on a little bit late, we were just talking about um, even if you were a federal citizen, uh, or, you know, I'm, I'm getting a lot of emails lately, you know, about citizen of the United States and, you know, and, the, and you know, the 14th Amendment and all that. And all that is fine. I don't, I don't you know, I, in fact, I agree with it. I, if anything, I'm a national, uh, a, a Floridian, a Florida national, and I'm not a citizen of the United States. 
but before the 14th Amendment, the citizen of the United States was considered, you know, a, a national of one of the states. And But with all that being said, I'll stipulate long enough that I'm a citizen of, of, of the United States. Let's not get into this argument. Where you know how does Section 83 operate in your conclusion that I have gross income? So you know David really articulated this uh, complaint well, and uh, and his treatise on on the tax code is really next to none because it's all statute. There's no theory. There's no uh, well, what if and and so forth. It is the way. The code is written, and when you let me see if I can find my notes. Um, when you read the, uh, or when you listen to, to some of these discussions about the DOJ and and the uh, what the liberal Ninth Circuit Court, the questions they were asking, and what they were really overlooking, and what the Supreme, uh, the not the Supreme Court, but the appellate court was really supposed to do, and I like this term. They're supposed to only focus on the four, what's in the four corner corners of the order, and and Davis has said that many times. Not the four corners, but he said that you can't expand the statute beyond the intent what Congress meant to say. And, and you know, like in the appellate court, they're talking about, well, you know, Donald Trump, when he was a candidate, said the Muslim ban. He was going to ban Muslims. And one judge says, you know, how could I enjoin the president on newspaper articles? You know, it can't, it can't happen. And, and, of course, the uh, DOJ was uh, Washington was trying to, uh, make a uh, a different argument out of that, but but the the intent is clearly uh, under I, I believe it's uh, Title Eight, Section eighteen eighty two, parent F, where the um, uh, nineteen fifty two I believe it is Act of Congress. Excuse me. Um, wrote a statute that the president has authority to uh, to control any Im- immigrants. And the word any in there, of course, is all. And so he's doing it for national security. So it's pretty clear. And in those speeches that the Washington DOJ wants to keep speaking about, he also was talk- talking about... Um, the uh, uh, radical ISIS and all that. So it, it's a moot point by now. It's just that those are things that what these guys are saying in their arguments about how the judges and everybody is supposed to look in the four corners of the order or the statue, this is our argument as well. This is your argument as well. When the IRS comes upon you, you you give them the criminal complaint, you give them the 58-page memorandum, and so forth, and you can and you can show them, you know, here is the four corners of of the statute, 
how do how can you even possibly apply this to me when I'm not even mentioned? And again, even if I was mentioned, how does Section 83 operate in your conclusion that I have taxable income or gross income? So, and, and again, and, and for all those who have joined the lawsuit, who are co-complainants, if, if you didn't read the email that I sent, you can order the book at cost and get in touch with me at AmericanLiberties.LLC at gmail.com and, um, and we'll, we'll get the, uh, and we'll make arrangements to get the book to you and mailed off to you. If, um, uh, and, and also as a co-complainant, you can get the P, a PDF copy, um, and, and I'll email that to you as well. So outside of that, I could be long-winded and everything, um, but do, does anybody have any questions, comments? Um, we can have an open discussion. I'm going to keep people muted out because of background noise, but you can raise your hand by uh, star eight, or you can type a question in the chat, and um, and we'll go from there. And I also want to mention, if you want to get a hint of what's going on, go to, you know, I'll, I'll put it in the chat as I read it, T-O-P-O, uh, no, it's not writing in the chat. Where is my mouse? Okay, there it is. P O P O T U S dot com. Go there and um, to POTUS dot com, and that's where you'll you'll find the. Uh, the information about the book. Okay, North Cent Central County, how you doing? You're on the air. Hello. Hello, how you doing? Happy. Good, I just Rick in California. How you doing? Good. Good. Hey, um I was just I had a question on uh, Saturday's show. I went on um talk show under Dave's uh, number and the Saturday show isn't showing available for download or listening. Is there any way to confirm if that show was recorded or not? He a lot of times he doesn't record it. Uh, he'll record it on his recorder and then you know edit it and then download it to it. But he's been real busy. He's out of town right now, and okay. um, and I wouldn't expect that you'll see anything recorded from last Saturday's show. He 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 may not even add one. I don't know. Well, there's a lot of good information on there that just wasn't on, you know, uh, IRS stuff. I mean, there was a lot of good information, and unfortunately, um, I didn't take it. But uh, it'd be really nice to be able to have some of that information because he had some real clarity on, on certain cases and how to do certain things. And it'd be a shame if we couldn't get a hold of that you know, information to review it again. But anyway, I sent yeah, you an yeah. email. I, I, did you get my emails by chance? Because I sent you an email about that. 
few days ago, but I don't get a response from you. Well, you got a response from me about. Um, you did get a I response. Get, Go ahead. Well, I get your emails for the from you on the the, the shows. I mean, when when the you know reminders, but when I send you an email, I don't seem to get a response back. So I'm just not sure. Well, if I, I I responded to your e- e- email about um, the uh, the franchise tax board, right? Mm, no, I don't think so. I haven't seen any response from you. Matter of fact, sometimes I get a response that says it doesn't go through, and I don't know if that's you know. Uh, so sometimes issue. you get a response on what? That it failed to go through to your server or didn't get through. Huh. Not all the time, but once in a while I get that, so that's why I was wondering. But anyway. Uh, don't want well, to be try sending it. Try send, always try sending email to you know at the l dot llc at gmail dot com. I know it's easy. See, I send okay. email out from my Outlook, and I have on my um, ISP. Uh, it's you know in my Outlook, it's American Liberties at cfl dot rr dot com, and that is, uh, um, and I just haven't bothered tying my Outlook to my Gmail account because it's kind of a pain in the neck on my end. And um, so um, I don't know why you're not, you might want to look in your spam. Uh, yeah, I do. I have, but it's okay. It's not a big deal, but I, I just wanted to see, you know, what's going on. If I send something to America Civil Liberties, it should get through, right? Yeah, yeah, it should get okay. through, but you'd be better off to go through. Uh, 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 hold on a second. Um, okay, did you get the White House complaint? Uh, I got the notice that you were putting that together back in December. Okay. Um, I sent you the White House complaint on February 2nd. A PDF okay. copy, and you're saying you didn't get it. I don't know. I'm not at my computer right now. I'm oh, okay. My, well, my check with me tomorrow it. then. Okay. All right. No problem. I'll look for February second coming from you, and and I'll see if I got it. Yeah, and also I responded about you know the franchise tax board about you know um, at least I think I did. I know. I yeah, I sent you something about the franchise tax board and what they were doing and yeah. so forth. And yeah. And, and all right, I'll double check everything. Okay. Um, I wrote back. I'm passing this on to David. Perhaps you ought to write to your own complaint and name the individual. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, recall seeing that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Get get with me when. And in fact, if I generally, except for the weekends, I may be out for the weekend. I generally try to respond to everybody's email within 24 hours, if not. No sooner. problem. And if yeah, you no don't problem. hear from me, give me a call, okay? You got it. All right, my friend. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, all right. Let's see. How did I, I did not get to what either, uh, Missouri Republic, Missouri. 
Missouri. Okay, I know that's not going fishing. Um, is that you, George? All right, well, anyhow, if you're a co-complainant, um, no, okay, if, if, if you're a co-complainant, uh, email me. If you're not a co-complainant, um, okay, Rich, um, I wish I was, <laughs> um, if, if you're, okay, if you're a co-complainant, email me again, and, uh, I'll send it out. If you don't get it within, uh, 24 hours, give me a call, and, um, and we'll find out why. Um, okay, so, um, all right, let me just check on one thing. Session is 47 yes to 42 no so far. <laughs> um, okay, let me see. Uh, Yeah, I know. Um, all right. Well, with that being said, um, I really don't have a whole lot to say. I am working on some letters that um, we need to go after these people. If they're sending you letters, you need to, you know, my my letter. And, you know, and Dave a lot of times will disagree with me, and I don't mind that. Uh, the guy has taught me a heck of a lot. And um, but then again, I am my own person, and I like to do what I think is best for me, even though it may not be best for you or or whatever. We, we you know we we have that right, and I'm and I'm always in in opinion that you know arguments are for fools, and when you get into an argument, um, nobody wins. However. If you can always agree with your adversary to the point that, hey, I agree. If I owe you some money, I'd be willing. I don't have a problem in paying. In fact, I think this was the most important thing that I did in front of the grand jury. I used to put it in my letters, and and I still do. You know, if if I am wrong, if I am mistaken. I don't want to owe you any money, and I'm willing to pay all penalties and taxes and, and interest if 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 I'm wrong. And uh, but here is here is the position, and I'll and I'll state my position. Here is what the statute says. Here is what you know, and I'll use Dave Dave's arguments. You know, I'm you know I'm only named in the regulation, not in statutes. And the regulations can't deviate from the statute. What facts or evidence are you based on that I'm a citizen of the United States? And I may do a little thing about what a citizen of the United States is as far as the four corners of the statute, which is the District of Columbia. And, um, you know, and there's so many other things. Section 83 if if all else fails and 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 it's proven that I'm a citizen of the United States 
it's you know, I'm not going to argue if I'm a federal employee or not. I could care less about that. How does Section 83 operate in your conclusion that I made taxable income? You got them every which way but loose. But you know, if you could just show me that I'm wrong, I'll write I'll write you a check. And another thing, you know, for the people that owe very little money, of course they put on so much uh, penalties and interest and everything. There's there's no way um, uh, you could possibly uh, do it, but you write out a money order, so and you write out a postal money order, so you can you know get your money back, and you send it to your senator, and saying there's a claim that I owe the United States Treasury this amount of money, and and if the, you know and so forth. And uh, and every time they'll send that money order back to you. And uh, I did that with a guy several years ago out, out of Virginia. And uh, and he hasn't heard, heard from him since that I know of. And I don't even know if I get a hold of the guy anymore. But um, uh, but that was a, a pretty unique, unique thing. I would have to give them close to a million dollars for me to do it. But they were claiming at the time, and this was like 20 years ago, that he only owed, uh, you know, like three or $350 or something. It was ridiculous. Um, I said, God, you know, you're so blessed to, to owe that little. Anyhow, um, Okay, is there any uh, comments, statements, or questions before we go? It looked like Jeff Sessions has won in, uh, the, uh, has been confirmed, he hasn't been officially confirmed yet, but he's got 52 yeses and 47 noes, and a simple majority needed to confirm. So he's he's got 52. So, um have you and Dave come up with the price of the adjoiner? No, not not yet. And uh, here is uh, John from Pennsylvania. Go ahead, John. Yeah, that sounds like an interesting strategy. Um, who did you write the money, uh, the postal money order to? The Treasury of of the United States of America. Now, suppose you were dealing with a state. Who would you write it to? I don't know. Since I'm not in the state taxes, I don't know. But I guess your state treasury. See, there's a theory that the state of New York is a different entity than New York State. Well, it is. Yeah, you have the corporate state of New York, and then you have the de jure state of New York. The state of Florida, the state of New York... um, is uh, a corporate ent- ent- entity. That's why they need a federal tax ID number. And uh, and then when you have the Florida, you know, Florida state, that needs no uh, federal uh, identification number, okay? And when you work for the state of Florida or you or you a citizen of the state of Florida, 
you know, notice in watching, you know, in watching, you know, God, so much to say, and, and uh, I can't get it off fast enough sometimes. Uh, you know, in watching all this stuff that's going on with Congress right, right now and so forth, they're always talking about the people want this and the people need this and so forth. If you really go back real quick back to the beginning of this country, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't welfare back then. It wasn't, you know, that the, uh, the people, what the people needed, the people, all, all the government was set up to do was to protect the 50 of the 13 colonies. And every state that joined thereafter had the same footholding as the original 13 colonies. And that's what, if you look up in your, in your congressional statutes, when your state was admitted into the union, it'll say that, that like Florida, the state, state of Florida uh, is admitted into the union uh, some with the same foothold as, as the original um, thir- 13 uh, colonies. And every and everyone has that same language. Well, that uh, the same footing, right, the same footing. And um, so the foundation is there to be a de jure state. But now they incorporated the state it's a different entity and it's it's a uh, it's a instrumentality of the federal government and that's why when you go to go to get a job you know and in every construction office mainly you'll see that poster about worksman's compensation how does the federal law govern state labor it's it's beyond my reasoning you know when they have um uh, minimum wages well that minimum wages doesn't it, it it shouldn't concern the uh guy is working in florida new york or california they can't set a minimum wages all across the land the the federal government, in, in my estimation, doesn't have the power to do that. But because we're so ignorant and unsure of ourselves, we all do it. I have a guy right now in, um, in uh, I think in Missouri, Kansas, or someplace, is having an issue with his employer and taking money. Uh, all you know, thirty percent out of his paycheck because he wrote, you know, exempt, and so he he may go ahead and sue his employer in state court. And by golly, we have all the facts, evidence, and and proof needed to show that you know the states are separate from the federal government. The federal government can't just come into a state and take somebody's money. No more than the federal government can come in and take somebody's gun, like Sheriff Mack fought uh, and so forth. So there, there's a... Um, there, hold on a second. I'm going to... 
block the chats. I forgot to do that, and then I'll open them as I go down. Okay, now they're going for Tom Price. All right, and um, so, uh, you know, the FDA, uh, the IRS, and all these alphabet uh, agencies have nothing, have no authority in the states. I mean, one of my favorite questions of all time is, where is the law from which Congress extended the authority of the secretary to the 50 states? Answer that. You know, then they can't. I, 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 think, I think the answer is, how do you define the term state? Well, and I, I, I suspect that what, what they did is they um, classify this state as a territory where Congress has exclusive jurisdiction. I think it's Article 4, Section Okay, yeah, but no, understand this, John, you're right. And I and but the way to prove it is throw it back at it's a hot potato, so you can't hold on to that hot potato. So throw it back at them. If if you're claiming that I'm in a state under the definition of 7701, parent 19, I think it is, or 20 or something, whatever. Um, no, nine, okay, nine and ten under under the definition of ten then 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 um figure this out, Batman in nineteen fifty four now I'm going by memory on this, okay in nineteen fifty four the in the 1954 tax code in 7701, parent 9 and 10, gave the definition of the United States. The United States read that it is a, uh, uh, United States is the states, in, including the states and the District of Columbia. And in, in number 10, the, the word state, it, it said the term state includes the territories and the District of Columbia. Follow me? Mm-hmm. Now, when Alaska and Hawaii came into the Union on the same footing as the original state, now, I'm, I forget which was first, Alaska, Hawaii, and, and that's irrelevant. But I'm just going to name one as one coming in first. When Hawaii came in, they changed the definition from, from territories, including the District of Columbia, to the territory of Alaska and the District of Columbia. See, they took out territories and just wrote in the territory of the remaining state, which would have been Alaska or Hawaii. Then, several months later, 
the other one came in as, into the union under the same footing as the uh, as the original states. Then again, they changed 7701, nine to read state. The term state includes the District of Columbia. So it just shows right there that the word, you know, the state is not the state, any state of the union. It's only territories. Follow me? Yes. So put that back in a question to them. Give them the illustration that how this came up about in 1954, and then in 1959 they changed the definitions, and and in uh and, and and there's some other things it says that you know the 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 states are Guam, Puerto Rico, America, Samoa, and the Pacific Islands, and blah blah blah. And you know how you know where is it written specifically that any of the states of the union are included in the same character? as the District of Columbia, it can't be done. There and, was a philosopher that said, define your terms. Do you know who that was? Say that one more time. There was a philosopher like Plato or somebody like that that uh-huh. said, define your terms. That's true. Usually, you know, I'm I'm working on a definition letter, or not a letter, but a definition um uh, section that when I write a letter when when and and I'm going to make it like a citizen of the United States you know a citizen of the United States with a capital C with parents with with quotation marks on each C when when I use that in a letter it's going to mean a you know a citizen of one of the states of, of the union but the lowercase c is going to be uh, defined as a citizen of the United States as defined in the 14th Amendment. So I can, you know, orchestrate my, my you know, my argument uh, or my, my discussion. But the, um, uh, you know, and, and, and other definitions, when I say the secretary of the treasury it it means it means the secretary of the treasury in washington and no other and and also you know and also to, to say not the secretary of puerto rico the of the treasury in puerto rico as described in section whatever section that definition is found in uh, which is in the CFR. <coughs> Martin, there's a difference between the United States of America and the United States. A big difference. I believe the United States is a corporation, where well, the United States of America is the original 13 colonies. It is a corporation in in some instances and not in, in other in instances. Like if you look at the commercial code, in in uh, in any state, you have 
when they adopted the commercial code is generally the same number as um as um is in the commercial code like if it's 903 it'll be in, in like in Florida code and may maybe something something 903 but they keep relatively the same number but the definition of the United States is in the District of Columbia. That's a powerful little phrase right there to me, okay? It may not mean squat to some other people, but it means a lot to me because when you're defining the United States as in the District of Columbia, that's a corporation. Because where is Walmart? It's in the state of wherever he came from, okay? And, um, or Sears, you know, it's, it's you know, the, the corporate office, I believe, is in the state of Illinois. So, but when you read other sections, the, uh, the District of Columbia is the United States. Which is not a corporation. It's a it's a corporate entity in in uh, you know as far as a, a corporate body, but it's not a corporation like doing a business like you know Chapman Pools or you know Sears or Walmart or something like that. Does that make sense? Yes. Do you know anybody that uh, you know put that down to words on the internet that I can download it? What's that, what's that question again? Do I know anybody? Do, do you know where I can find what you just said uh, already spelled out in writing on an, on the Internet? Um, yes and no. Uh, I'm working on it, and, um, and, and uh, I'll see what I can get you. Okay, great. I'll, I'll you know, move me out. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Go ahead, John. How you doing? Hey, Chap. Um, I'm at work right now. But listen, uh, I agree with what both you and John said in Pennsylvania. Um, the Board of Governors meeting in 1962 was the meeting where the uh, corporate United States went to the states' governments and created sub-corporate states labeled as, for example, uh, Illinois State is the de jure state, and then you have the state of Illinois, which is a corporate subsidiary of the corporate United States government. Right. Due to the uh, due to the uh, the um, they were they were because they were they were um, uh, what's it called? They were uh, violating their uh, currency law because they were using foreign currency, the Federal Reserve notes. Um, incidentally, in 1970 and well, when 1962 was when it all began, and then after that, all of the through the Administrative Act, all of the states rewrote or revo- revised their constitutions. Uh, Illinois was re- re- uh, re- uh, revised in 1970. So yeah. the de jure, the corporate constitution is 1970 on, and uh, I mean the corporate constitution is 1970. The one prior, I think it was 1940 something. 
is the de jure constitution. And like John just talked about, the Warren document written by um, uh, Eric Madsen spells that out. And if John wants me to, I can I can send them an email. I'm looking at it right now, and it, yeah. it goes into it goes into that uh, how the states joined corporate United States due to the uh, currency. And when I went to law school, my teacher told me he says the currency is the blood of the economy. You change the currency, you change the law. That's why uh, Mayor uh, Rothschild says I don't care who makes the laws, just give me power over the currency. And I'll take care of the rest because the the currency is is the blood of the economy. Yep, that's true. And uh, see, and that's and that's what happened when the Federal Reserve took over because it used to be the D.C. relied on the states for its, for its money, and then when they when they started printing the money, the states are now relying on D.C. to get the money. And, uh, yeah, if if you do a Dun and Bradstreet uh, search um, for state of Illinois, it has an I uh, I N E number, yeah, uh, taxpayer number. But you can't find one that says Illinois State that has an I N E number. They're not corporations. They don't yeah. pay taxes, but the corporations do pay taxes because they're corporations. Exactly, and that's what I was saying er- earlier. Is that. Uh, there are two en- entities. One is a taxpayer, and the other one isn't. Right, and uh, there's a guy here, uh, Dick Cliff, supposedly is the de jure governor of Illinois, where Rauner is the corporate governor of Illinois. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we used to have a de jure governor in Florida, but. Uh, uh, that all broke up, and I don't know whatever happened. But anyhow. yeah, uh, Eric Madsen, one his goal with his uh, team law uh, group is that he wanted to reseat all of the de jure governors throughout the country, and that way the de jure governor can actually dissolve the corporate uh, government within their in, within within their nation. And then there will be no more. But then the problem is, is then what, what currency are you going to use? Because you can't go back. You can't, you can't say we're free and use a foreign government's uh, currency. You can't have both. No, that's right. It's like being handcuffed and saying, I'm free, I'm yeah. free. Yeah, yeah you, you, can't, you can't use the Federal Reserve note and then say, well, we're not, we're, we're a nation. You can't do yeah. it. Constitution's not in the state constitution, so... Yeah, um, but John can contact bit. me. Oh, I'm sorry, John. Contact me. I can send that to him. I got. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I can send it to him. Well, send it to me, and I'll. Uh, if anybody okay. wants it, I'll forward it to him. All right, I'll send it to you. You can mute me out now. Uh, okay. Yeah. Thank you, John. Bye. Okay, Mr. Donaldson. Hey, how's it going, Chad? Good. One point that I would like to get some clarification on with, from you is um, I have two points to make. The first one is about legal entities. And I, it's my understanding that, that I am a legal entity um, by birthright, not by um, a statute. Okay. And, you know, just because they make laws 
that designate what I am in their system does not make me a legal entity. Um, is that correct? Uh, that's getting, I, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, in, in, I, you know, just my common sense, I'm using, I don't have any case law or any knowledge to back it up. But oh, I, 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 I forgive, forgive I was, me. It doesn't make my uh, name a legal entity. I apologize. You, I said the question wrong. Are you, you going to let me talk, talk or what? Well, no, because hold on. I will, but after the correct question, I asked you the wrong question. What I really meant to say was having a being a legal entity doesn't make name a legal entity. Is what I was trying to clarify. Is that a legal entity? What? My name, Donaldson, whatever it is. Uh, is not or be a legal entity. I don't believe in that philosophy, but I wanted to get some clarification because I know that you said there were two entities, one one for taxing and then it was another one. What's this one for taxing you're talking about? That's the legal estate, right? Yeah, the, well, the state, there's, there's two en entities on the state, yeah. The state of, of and, and, the, uh, and whatever state. Mm-hmm. Okay, next next part of this is um, about government, about owning all property. Um, it was, wasn't there a congressional act somewhere around 1929, um, around the time of the Gold Reserve Act, I think, um, where all all property was vested in in the government, I guess. Um, in, well, in, under in the Wars of, and Powers, yeah. yeah, you find a lot of that stuff under the Wars and Powers Act, but that's beyond right. my... Uh, my interest at the moment, um, okay. the um, because you know everybody has their. I mean, you can't you can't be one person to do everything, and mine is strictly you know fighting the IRS. I picked this fight, and uh, and, and it's a fight that I'm going to end with pro probably. And uh, although I I. You know, I have a couple other little fights that I do, like with traffic and so forth. But you know, when it gets into, you know, if, you know, the old cap's name and the, you know, opposed to a sovereign entity, opposed to uh, property and the Wars and Powers Act, you know, that I'll, I'll leave that to other people and other discussions. Okay, um, well, maybe a finale uh, question here. Um, with regard to the definitions that you said you were going to create in your uh, include in your in your outgoings, um, you know, I, I concur. I think it's a great idea. Um, and you know, what do you think about this? You know, I went recently after revoking my signature because I didn't I didn't really want to be down with the when I say down with I I didn't want to support the services take the services of the Department of Motor Vehicles. So four years ago, I revoked my signature using their process. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then uh, just recently, because of this check cashing issue, um, I, I was compelled or coerced by the bank and told that I should I have to you know go get two forms of government issued ID. Um, and, yeah. and so what I did was I went down there and because of my understanding of the ambiguity in the language, having a lot to do with the definitions, um, and the understanding of regarding syntax, I signed the the autograph uh, in quantum. I did the whole David Wynn Miller signature. I didn't do that because I was trying to, you know, um, 
get, get out of anything. But I wanted to make a claim of definitions eventually. I would be, so I'm going to use that as a public notice. And I was thinking maybe that's what you're doing when you're making your definitions in your letters to the tax revenue uh, you know, departments or whatever. Is that, is that what you're doing there? Well, nothing anywhere near what Miller does. I, you know, I, I, I um, no. I mean, it's just a letter. No, it's just a section of definitions. You know, relevant definitions of it, pursuant to the letter that I'm writing. I'm not going to give them a whole dictionary of, of definitions when the dictionary will not apply. But if I'm talking about IRS and talking about you know United States and citizen and so forth, then the, you know what's relevant to the letter is going to be you know is going to be the the, the definitions of, and it's not going to be a, a patriot you know stuff. Not to put that you know I hate to classify it like that, but um, it's just going to be uh, 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 just. Just simple and straightforward. That's all. Right? Yeah. Just the way I am. I'm not. You know, mm-hmm. I I don't try to get uh, theoretical. Gotcha. You know. But just, one suggestion. Uh, just to, I'm a, You can mute me out after this. I'm done with this. I want to hear what you have to say about this. Uh, asking in your writings to the court or to the judge to take some sort of cognizance or awareness of the the dictionary, the Webster's dictionary, or whatever dictionary you wish to enter into the evidence. No, it's going to be my dictionary. It's going to be my definition. I understand what you're saying, buddy. What I'm saying is you mentioned because you were not going to be, you know, pointing people to to the dictionary because that's not your – you're not going to be basically making that part of the claim. In other words, you're not getting down to the quantum wording. You're just making your own definitions in general terminology. I get that. That's fine. But what you mentioned that I really liked a lot just now was you know, a possibility to have the entire dictionary put into the record and, or have the judge or the court take judicial cognizance or notice that it is there and I am applying the definitions and rules of grammar kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? That that, yeah. that, that helped me out a lot. I appreciate you. And I try to stay away from the rules of grammar, and I'm and I'm glad you brought that one thing up. And after I moot, moot you out, I'll, I'll bring that up about rules. Sure. Um, the... Uh, I'm not a grammar type of guy. I have very little education. So uh, if anything, I'm going to say rules of grammar don't apply, but the context and subject does, you know, the point that I'm making. So if if you see an error in grammar, you're you're just going to have to look over it because the common law was, you know, the poorest man or the dumbest fool can be, um, you know, has the same protection as the, the riches and, and right. the intelligent. Okay, so right. with, um, yeah. cool. With, with one exception, though, when when you contract when you contract with with someone to be correct or to have a certain style of writing, you know, there's like this thing called um, uh, what is it? The course of, of conduct, course of dealings in contract law and between yeah. the parties. And we're just talking about uh, how that becomes the rule of court. Uh, and it can be, but so 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 what you're saying by not applying the grammar, that's fine because men, you're just you know a layman. You want to use regular terms and be a, just a normal person. You're not you know you you don't have to be smart necessarily to to win your case. Uh, but I think you know you made a very good point. It has all to do with the contract. If you want to con- contract in, 
go ahead with the grammar thing. But if not, then just rely on the precedent that allows what you just said to take place, which is to uh, uh, adhere to the context or to the um, effect of the, what happened of policy. Okay. Thank okay. You. Very good. Thank you. Yep. 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 All right. The um, I just want to end with one saying. You know, uh, talk going back and talking about this, uh, the Ninth Circuit. You know, with with uh, President Trump doing this thing about the four corners and everything. You know, we get violated every day for violating a rule. You know, whether it be a traffic rule or traffic law you know, laws or rules and so forth, um, and and we don't follow the rule, we get chastised, we get fined. And yet, that same, you know, everything is supposed to be uh, equal and fair application of the law. The judges know the statutory construction. They know that when a statute, they can't, feed, expand that statute to mean other things other than what the statute says. I mean, it's just, it's impossible. And yet they make it possible by doing it. And that violates, you know, and that violates the rules of justice, the rule of law. And I don't see why they shouldn't be chastised. Of course, you know, that's my opinion. And, and and again, like all of this, you know, and, and I believe a lot of you have said, you know, you kind of agree with everything that I'm saying. Now, it may not be right, but we all agree. But, you know, what's fair for me is fair for you. If a, if a cop can walk into a place with a gun, why can't I? If, 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 if a judge can violate the rules of, of justice, why should I be chastised if I didn't if I violated a rule of the, of the court? They did this. They violated this the, their own rules. So you know it takes a team to build a dream, and 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 it's going to take a lot of us to be uh, uh, to make a change. Okay, so. And that's what I'm going to keep promoting, you know, to a team together. And as soon as I get done with this appeals court and everything, get that out of the way, which, you know, I got to wait till they respond and then I get a, a, one more chance to respond to them. It's going to be an interesting case. But I'm getting loaded for bear and, uh, and my ultimate goal is to beat those suckers. Okay, so I'm just going to read the board real quick before I end the call. Uh, the 16th Amendment citizens of the United States, citizen of the federal government, Jones versus Temer. And yes, that's true. And if you look that up in uh, the seventh edition, I think it is. Yeah, the seventh edition. Uh, if you look up citizen of the United States, it says a federal citizen. Excuse me. So, uh, yeah, that 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 is cor uh, correct. Sixteenth Amendment. Oops, yes, Fourteenth Amendment. Okay, that must have been the Feds redefined the definition of the word state in the United States.
to mean federal territory, yes. Uh, three definitions of the United States. One is the 50 states, the two are not, correct. Um, CFR must be strictly construed to be the USC concerning taxes, yes. And, uh, and also, regulations are not for the people in the state. They're for the government on how they are supposed to implement the uh, statue. Oh, did I say statue? Also, in 1948, the feds reorganized Article Three. Yes, they did. And, uh, and it's a good court case showing that the one court is not the other court, you know, and so forth. Thanks, Chris. Next time, okay? Uh, I'm pretty sure the USDC, uh, I scrolled up and lost it. Oh, can operate as a DCUS under certain circumstances if plaintiff can prove Article Three standing. Yeah, maybe so. Um, 1933 bankruptcy. Okay, it must have been from a comment. Here's a very good free research source for learning the historic foundation to where we are today. Um, okay. Um, uh, I'll send that out in an email. It's a Supreme, well, I'll read it. It's Supreme supremelaw.org forward slash library forward slash index type excuse me dot htm and he has a a a lot of good historical foundation there um You're damn close, if not completely right. It takes a team to build a dream. I like that. Well, I stole that. I got to admit it. I stole that. It was um, uh, during the space days here, in because uh, I live in the space capital of the world, uh, Titusville, in, Co- in, Port- in Cape Canaveral, um, <coughs> One of the outfits, oh, Lockheed, had a gigantic banner on their on their front. It takes a team to build a dream. And um, so, anyhow, um, with that being said, uh, God bless America, and we will see you soon. And this call is officially over. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.